0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Josh Crash Davis. And we are here to go over the NBA two-game playoff slate for Sunday, May 1st. We have two extremely exciting games in the afternoon, a 1 o'clock Eastern and a 3.30 Eastern game. So we are going to break those down, sort of talk a little bit about the matchups what we expect we're also going to go over our prize pick selections and we're as a bonus at the end of the podcast here we're going to build a two brains are better than one fan gpp so i think that's everything covered what do you think crash yeah you got it all
1: you got it good
0: all. good are you fired up for, i know you're as a bucks fan you're going to be uh Jumping out of your boots tomorrow, just like I will be on Monday when the Mavs play the Suns. So
1: Mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's gonna gonna be exciting for sure. Yeah, and challenge for sure, too. I mean, without Middleton, you know, we're gonna have to have some guys step up like they did in the Chicago series for sure. So right. And Boston's played arguably as good as anybody the last couple months.
0: So Yeah. yeah. It's we'll see what uh, if they've got it or not, but they are the defending champs that always carry some weight, so that should be fantastic. All right, uh, real quickly before we get started, this podcast is presented by Prize Picks. Uh, If you're not signed up, I'm not sure what you're waiting for. Everybody's jumping on there, everybody's loving it, making uh, some good change here, and it's prizepicks.com. Uh, when you sign up, if it's your first deposit, make sure to use the promo code Coach Talk, all one word, no space. And if you do that, they will match you dollar for dollar on that first deposit, all the way up to a hundred bucks. So free money put right directly in your account. You cannot beat it. And we'll keep you posted too. Uh, the other day they had a uh, the same offer uh, for depositors that have already put in. So. Uh, if those pop up again we'll make sure and let you know but uh we will share those and prize picks has been terrific they've had some great uh great lines that you can take yeah. advantage of and jump on uh when they come out and when we get player news so uh big fans here of prize picks uh really yes.
1: speaking of some player news not for basketball for but for baseball um the yankees lineup just came out there's no Aaron Judge in the lineup tonight so that's a wow pretty cool.
0: yeah yep. that's that is big news, and then all kinds of other news. Trevor Bauer, two-year suspension—that yeah. was sort of unbelievable.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you couldn't.
0: Yeah, and then what about Joel Embiid? For ba- speaking of oh, basketball, yeah, we don't cool. have Philly in in this podcast, but man, what a blow for them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's huge. That's <sighs> crazy huge. stuff. So is he
0: currently? Out- right.
1: Is that the latest? What's Embiid out indefinitely?
0: Out right. indefinitely. Orbital fracture and uh, concussion. You know, on top of the fact that he has a torn ligament in his thumb that needs surgery. So yeah. yeah, he's a he's a mess.
1: That's tough. All right,
0: here we go, man. I'm gonna go right into these two games. The first one, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics. We do have some lines here. We've got Boston minus four and a half, and it's a 217 total. And I'll mention the other game as well, because when we're building these lineups, obviously we've had some big differences in totals and spreads, and that affects how you build it. But now that we're down to the final eight teams, it's pretty much going to probably be like this a lot of the way, and it's Mm -hmm. not going to be very different. The second game, Golden State and Memphis, Golden State's favored by two, and it's a 220 and a half total. So only, uh, you know, three points, uh, three and a half points difference on the total and two and a half as far as the favorite team. So, you know, everything pretty much equal. So we don't have to weigh in heavily on that stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely not.
0: And then as far as injuries in this Milwaukee-Boston game, uh, we know what the situation is. George Hill and Chris Middleton are not playing. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is a go for Milwaukee. And Jalen Brown is listed as probable, but it's been discussed that he is going. So Boston should be at full strength. So a couple of things to talk about here. First of all, in this matchup with the benches, what we see coming in, um, you know, it's amazing, too. Both of these teams have identical 51 and 31 records for uh, the regular season, yeah. too, which is very interesting. And as far as uh, pace goes, uh, we've got Milwaukee 7th and Boston 24th. So it's a pace up for Boston. Mm-hmm. And defensively, though, you've got Milwaukee 14th, so somewhat middle of the pack, and Boston 2nd. So uh, definitely statistically, those aspects, you know, (coughs) lean a little bit more towards a few Boston players here. But when you take a key guy out like Middleton, uh, it definitely creates more of a usage bump for some of the other key guys, specifically Holiday and Giannis. So Mm -hmm. what is your initial take on this first game of the series? How do you think they'll show up day one?
1: I think they're going to focus on Giannis. You know, they're going to fo- they're going to force those other guys to kind of beat them, um, whether it be Drew Holiday or Bobby Portis or Grayson Allen. You know, those kind of guys, the ones that stepped up in the Chicago series. I expect a lot of those same guys to be the ones that step up for Milwaukee in this series. So, I think that they're key. They're key in, um, or they will key in on on Giannis and uh, just force other people to beat them without Middleton. You know it's going to be a lot tougher, and um, you know somebody's going to have to step up from Milwaukee. So we'll see what happens there.
0: Yeah, and you know the tough part about Giannis, you know, uh, people say you know, well, we're going to double a guy, we're going to blitz him, we're going to do this and that, and it's it's so much easier said than done with some guys because
1: mm-hmm.
0: Giannis, for example, if he's out in transition, like I don't know, I posted that one uh, that that one uh, take that they had on him. He got the ball, and this is no kidding. He got the ball at half court. This is an NBA court. Right. And it took him one dribble Mm -hmm. to get to the basket. Yeah,
1: it's insane to
0: do that. And, you know, when you can get out and transition like that, people don't have a chance to pick you up. Right. You know, And then, you know, the other aspect of that with just his uncanny ability – just to move and jump and, and lift and stretch. He's, he's like unbelievable compared Mm -hmm. to anybody else in the league. You know, you can only do so much there. I mean, sometimes a double doesn't work or you don't, you can't get the double to him in time. Right. I think that the key for them, for him, if he can knock down one or two threes, I mean, I don't, I I would assume as a Bucks fan, you don't want him taking a bunch of them, but if he could knock down a few threes and a few like 17 18 footers big trouble because mm-hmm. i would assume they're going to give him those shots uh, in lieu of letting him get in the paint cuz you if he's in the yeah. paint you're dead i don't right. care how many guys you put on him yeah so. no i
1: i agree i mean they'll they'll definitely try and build a wall like you know the the raptors used to try and do back in the eastern conference finals yeah. and um and the thing is though that he's such a so much better of a passer now than he used to be. And so that's where those other guys like Grayson Allen and Bobby Portis and Drew Holiday, they'll have to step up. right? Um, because if he's not hitting those shots, that's that's just what they're going to have to do because they're not going to just give up the paint. They're not. I mean, Horford and William with Williams back now, they've got a lot better interior defense. So, yeah, it's going to come down to, to if Giannis can hit those outside shots, or if he can't, you know, the guys that can help him.
0: Yeah, and I think we need to focus on that. You know, we'll see in game one here. I agree with you. I think some of those spot-up shooters, like an Allen, for example, you know, in Holiday, of course, some guys that can spot up and hit those shots are going to be key yeah. to building our DFS lineups and on prize picks. You know, we'll get some of those over one-and-a-half threes made. And I agree with you. I think a key to the series to watch is Giannis' assists. If mm-hmm. you can get, you know, the, those assists up where yeah. when they take that away, he's not forcing it. He's not getting charges. Right. You know, and he's finding the open guide to hit the shots. Uh That's another great prize pick spot to, to look at mm-hmm. early on as well.
1: Yeah. So yeah, you're kind of stealing my my thunder a little bit there, coach. Oh, <laughs> all
0: right. That's OK. My no worries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So key guys in this game, a couple few, a few people I want to touch on real quickly here. On uh we'll talk about Milwaukee first. You know, looking at the price, again, I'll just talk DraftKings for right now, although we're mm-hmm. and then we're gonna build one on FanDuel. So that'll give everybody a little idea there. But you know, with Bobby Portis in the starting lineup now at 6'4, uh, I know it's Al Horford and you know Tyson Williams both Williams, Robert and Grant inside and their mm-hmm. defense is stout. But I still think Portis really fills a good role here. Yeah, And that price of six, four is pretty, pretty fair in my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like that play just because I don't think that this is going to be a great series for Brooke Lopez. You know, the last series was a lot better for him because Vucevic as we've talked about is not a great defender, Right. but Williams and Horford are good defenders, exactly. especially Williams. And I just think that it's going to be a rough series for Lopez. So well, I'll, I'll go one
0: step further. I'm not going to touch Brooke Lopez with the 10-foot pole because I think he's played off the floor. Yeah. I think I think Boston can go small with Horford and Grant Williams or Robert Williams. Tice will get some of the minutes as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, Tice isn't your just full out center. I mean, he's a four right five kind of guy, too. So don't be surprised if you see Giannis and Portis at the four or five for a big portion of this oh, series. Yeah. A lot of when snacks, they'd yeah. rather have Grayson Allen and, and Pat Connaughton spotting up, you know, mm-hmm. for, for Giannis to kick the ball. So, yeah. you know, that's my first, the first take on Milwaukee is fade, you know, Brooke Lopez like crazy.
1: Yeah. I you totally agree? agree? Oh yeah. I totally agree with that.
0: Good. Good. So Giannis, Bobby Portis, two guys I'll look at for sure. What do you think about 8-2 Drew Holiday? I love Drew, but that's a big
1: number. You know, he had had a couple where he had like decent games with 39 and 37 DK points, but he also had a 50 and a 59 against Boston. So he's put up some good numbers against them. I don't know. I, I think that he could be a strong play and a pivot to guys like Steph and John Morant and those higher price point guards. I'm not saying that he's by any means a lock play, right? uh, but I think he could be a nice little pivot in a tournament.
0: Yeah. He's the one that I just haven't made a decision on yet. He's eight one on Fandle, eight two on DraftKings. So, you know, it's, it's a big commitment. Uh, It can pay off, no doubt, Mm -hmm. but I still, the jury's out. You know, on that one for me, uh, I do think that the two guys that I mentioned already, though, Allen, Grace, and Allen at four eight, and Pat Connaughton at three yeah. nine, are both uh, value plays that I think will both
1: get decent minutes here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. I definitely think. I think Allen will. I don't know if he'll move into the starting lineup, but I, I think that he'll definitely get solid minutes, and, and Connaughton as well. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised
0: if they don't start Brooke and and they start Allen, or at least I think Allen gets more minutes uh, Mm -hmm. than Brooke in a lot of spots. But um, we'll see. I wouldn't play Conanton and Allen, but I think one or the other is a great value play.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Then on the Boston side, we're just going to consider that Jalen Brown is healthy and he's a go. So it's Mm -hmm. it's not a, a big deal there. So, you know, the, the big decision always is when they both play, Jason Tatum at 9-4, Jalen Brown at 7-9, you know, do you go with one of those two guys? You know, do you really roll the dice and go with both? I mean, they are the majority of this Boston offense. There's no yeah. question about it. Um, but what do you think on the matchups? You think Drew Holiday it checks Jalen Brown?
1: That's not how they played it during the regular season, but without Middleton, it'll be interesting to see. You know, I kind of want to go back and watch the film from there's a game, one game this year where neither Middleton nor Giannis played and Holiday played. So it be interesting to see how he matched up against them in that game. But, um, yeah, I think that, that Brown, um, maybe Wesley Matthews will guard him. Possibly. We see that. Yeah. Um, but – Brown's had good success. I mean, he's fifteen hundred cheaper on DK than uh, Tatum, and, and almost three thousand cheaper on FanDuel. So, right for somebody that's put up pretty similar numbers, a little bit less, obviously, but for the price difference, it's worth it. I think with Jalen Brown, you know, he might be a better play, honestly, um, than Tatum. Well, we're we're going to be following this very closely. All the coach
0: speak, all the beat writer info. And what I need to see is matchups or at least yeah. preliminary matchups. So we need confirmation on the starting lineups and we need to get some chirping on these matchups because that really is a big difference for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because there's a couple of different scenarios they can go here defensively. Um, but, you know, we'll follow that closely. And, and that's a great reason to be part of what we're doing here at Coach Talk. So uh, if you're looking to, you know, Come aboard. This is a great time. Uh, go to DFScoachtalk.com. We have a lot of opportunities to sign up there, even a three-day pass for 10 bucks. And mm-hmm. that's what we'll be following. Cause all you know, through uh right up until uh you know, lock, we're gonna be following all of that information. And if you know, if holiday guards Jalen Brown, I think that's you know, uh a check against Brown. If if right. it is Matthews, he's lost a little bit. A half a step now and, you know, getting a little older, mm-hmm. I would think that would be a plus for Brown, but it all changes because Middleton's defense isn't in there. So yeah. he's not going to guard Tatum and you're going to get a lot of different rotations here. So mm-hmm. uh we're going to follow that closely and that'll help us make some of these final decisions. But, you know, I don't see a lineup truthfully that I'm going to put together that's not going to have Either Brown or Tatum. I yeah. personally think having one of them is a necessity.
1: Well, I'll say this: if Jalen Brown has a really good game in Game One, then you're probably going to see if he does. If Holiday doesn't start out on Brown, then you're probably going to see him on him pretty quick, because we saw that with Demar Derozan. You know, he had that monster game in Game Two, yeah. and then they just went to Drew Holiday and and kind of shut Derozan down. Honestly, I mean, oh, they really shut him down. Uh, so I, I think that this could be the game if you're gonna play Jalen Brown that you want to play him, assuming that holiday doesn't start out on him.
0: Yeah, and I if it was me, I'd start holiday on him. So we're gonna we'll watch it closely, see what happens. But if I don't go Brown, I'm not afraid to pay up for Tatum. I, I think mm-hmm. nine four uh on DraftKings is fair. A little bit tougher on Fandle than yeah, three, three. three.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's That might be just a little over my price range for him Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, again, Milwaukee was only a middle of the, you know, middle of the league defense this year for some reason. And so it does make it interesting. Now, as far as the bigs go, I just I'm running and hiding, you know, with Horford, Tice and the two Williams boys. I mean. I think those four are going to chop up minutes like crazy Mm. and usage and and rebounds and the whole nine yards. What do you think?
1: Yeah, no, I I think so. I I mean, Williams is the one that had the most success against Milwaukee this year. He averaged about 32.8 DK points, which at his, this would be really good. You're talking Robert. Yeah. Robert. Yeah. Robert. I don't know if his minutes are there, you know, if they're going to be there yet. So I don't think so. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to avoid that whole situation because, like you said, they're going to be splitting it between four guys. So, I mean, and and Robert Williams has not
0: had a full load of minutes since they brought him back. And right. I think they're trying to get him through the playoffs with whatever, 24 minutes a game, whatever they can get out of him. And it just makes it very tough from the DFS you know, side of the world there. Definitely. You know, when you have those other guys playing well. And I'll tell you, you know, at three eight, Grant Williams, I've used him a few times, and he gets there, man. He just, you wouldn't think he would because he's hes small for a big guy, but he just, you know, he's not bad. He really right. is. He gets some numbers. Yeah. But uh, how how tempting is it at Robert Williams at 5K flat, though?
1: I know. That's very tempting. But until we see those minutes, I mean, we know why his price is so far down. So
0: Exactly. And that's that's the exact reason. So. All right. Excellent. Uh, all right. Let's dive into game two. That first game's a 1 p.m. Eastern, 330 Eastern for the second game. It's Golden State and Memphis. Memphis got by by the skin of their teeth uh, against Minnesota here. Not very much rest for them coming into this one. So that will be interesting. And Golden State's a two point road favorite. 220 and a half the total. Uh, only guy out for Golden State is Iguodala. And then uh, we know Adams out for Memphis. And mm-hmm. then three guys that uh, are real. Aldama and Tilly, who I mentioned every day, they're questionable, but they are not really in the rotation. Right. Zaire Williams gets a few minutes if he plays, but he's questionable. So not going to count him in there either. So this should be a very interesting series. Uh, everybody right now, Vegas has Golden State as the favorites to win the championship, uh, which is, you know, talk about a quick turnaround on the way everything yeah. looked a month ago. Right. Um, but, you know, with, you know, I still think Phoenix is the team to beat personally, but, mm. you know, with Curry and Thompson and Paul playing at that level and with, you know, Green Back in there, Wiggins. I mean, they, they are playing good basketball, and they do have the pedigree. They have the championships and the experience. Do you think this is going to be a good series?
1: I think it's going to be a pretty good series. I th- I think it's probably going to go six is my guess. I'm going to say the Warriors win it in six. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I I don't – you know, I get it. Every, I haven't seen anybody picking the Grizz. And, you know, they weren't that great against Minnesota, let's face it. They yeah. They got by Desmond Bain. I thought was terrific, mm-hmm. but I thought jaw was pretty average in spots. Yeah. You know,
1: yeah. He it's did a have a couple of spectacular
0: up. dunks though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely did that. It's a big step up here, obviously in level of competition for Memphis. So we'll see.
0: And I'll tell you what, if there was ever a series that was going to be centerless, I think it's going to be this one mm-hmm. because already the projected starting lineups Well, you know, we've, we've lost Adams, you know, for the series more than likely to Grizz and Looney sort of on the bench. So you've got centers in this game of like Draymond Green, who's like Mm -hmm. a three, if you really want to talk about it. Yeah, And and Xavier Tillman or Brandon Clark uh, or Jaron Jackson, whatever, bunch Mm -hmm. of fours, you know, so there's not really a true five, that I think is going to get right. real serious minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. And uh, I mean, Clark, he's going to have, I guess he's going to have Draymond on him. So that's going to be an interesting battle there.
0: I'll tell you what he, I, I've been on his bandwagon. And i He has led me to some nice caches here in this last mm-hmm. round, but I think that the secret's out on him. He's going to be a lot higher owned. And like you said, you know, welcome to big time, Draymond's going to be on him like glue. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough. Now, the only thing, you know, we can hope is maybe, you know, you get Draymond on Jaron Jackson a little bit if Jackson mm-hmm. starts getting hot. So we have to see what that rotation is going to look like as well. Right. But let's start, start with Golden State. So first of all, the big discussion here is, you know, well, let me give you a few stats to back this up. So you have Golden State 14th in pace, Memphis third. So Memphis mm-hmm. is going to play faster, which means more shots getting up for Golden State, which is not right. good news okay. <laughs> for Memphis. And True. then you've got um, defensively, you've got Denver 18th. And I'm sorry, oh, Memphis, Am Memphis. I losing my mind, uh, <laughs> Golden State first and Memphis fourth is what okay. I'm trying to say. So poor Nuggets. Uh, What a what a for any Nuggets fans out there. I'm sorry, I just rubbed the salt the wound there. I didn't mean to. But Mm. so you've got the top four d top two of the top four defenses. So that makes me think. You know, is the Milwaukee Boston game really the game to focus on more than this, Mm. or because the way Golden State's shooting the ball and the way you know Memphis can score it. I mean, Bain has been shooting the eyes out of the gosh, yeah. And so, you know, it's a tough call, but the numbers don't lie. You know, you have two of the top four defensive teams in the league throughout the year mm-hmm. here, uh, and that is interesting to me. Do you, which, I mean, you can look, we're talking about game one here, but even for the series, where do you think, the, you know, you're going to get a little bit more points and DFS availability for points out of these two series?
1: Oh man, that's it's a good pressure. Question, coach because like you said, with these defensive heavy teams, I mean technically Boston and Milwaukee are supposed to be good defensive teams too. So really all four of these teams are supposed to be really good defensively. Um, I mean Boston played good defense against Brooklyn, I thought, for the most part. So and Milwaukee did against Chicago too. So yeah, you know, it's it's gonna be interesting to see which team steps up the most. I just always think of the Warriors as an offensive team. I don't know, but
0: yeah. And they're number one in defense, right? but But they um, scored
1: 130, whatever the other day in that, that game in Denver. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, for me, I, I sort of played, gave away my hand here a little bit. I just think this series to go against the numbers, I just Mm -hmm. think these teams are going to get shots up and, um, I think the way Golden State is scoring the basketball right now, it's going to be interesting. And and playing centerless ball, basically, so you're going to get a little bit more transition, even a little more speed. Mm Because these teams, uh, you know, uh, rankings as far as pace were with bigs in there with a slow Adams, a slow Looney, all these guys. So I think it's going to be a little more open, wide open here. A, lot of, a ton of threes going up. So I'm going to favor this series and this first game a little bit more. So, okay. you know, we got the mix of Steph Curry, only 8-9. So a mm-hmm. sub 9K Curry. Yeah. Wow, that's exciting. Jordan Poole, 6-8, Clay Thompson, 7-1. So those, those are the three guys that are going to be letting it rip. Mm-hmm. Where do
1: you think, uh, where do you rank those guys? Uh, I mean, to me, it's just kind of the way they're priced. I'm going to go Curry one, Clay two, and and Pool three. So Okay. Yeah, that's the way I'm looking at that. Um, you know, Draymond has had his games too, where he's been up there in the, in the fantasy points too. Um, I don't think this is a good series at all for Andrew Wiggins, so I'm not going to go there. Okay. And, uh, I think you've got a little bit of a value play in Gary Payton II uh, at 3400 There's not really hardly any value on this slate in my opinion. Right. So that's definitely somebody to keep in mind for a GPP sleeper. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think Steph comes out, national TV, and I just think he's going to go off in the first game.
0: Yeah, you know, I think with Bain and Brooks defensively, I, I respect their defense. And I'm interested to see what this rotation is going to be for how Memphis is going to try to guard them. I think Coach Jenkins is a great coach,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you know, I think you know, my personally, I think Steph uh is gonna get more shots than he's used to because the fact that Poole and Thompson have had some big games here recently, yeah. you can't have all three of those guys hitting shots on you, or you're in yeah. deep trouble, so oh, you yeah. gotta narrow it down and I know Steph Curry's the he literally is the greatest shooter in the history of basketball. Mm-hmm. But I think that Bain and Brooks, they're going to concentrate on trying to suffocate Poole and Thompson. This way, you know, Curry's going to get shot. So Curry's yeah. going to be my key play on this slate. Mm-hmm. And I think Memphis is going to say, OK, Curry, get your 35, 38, whatever you're going to fill it up with. We're going to crunch down on Poole and Thompson. Who else is going to beat them? Yeah. Is it going to be Wiggins, Draymond Green, or off the bench, a Porter, a Peyton? I don't, I mean, they can't really go much deeper for scoring, Golden State. That's yeah. the issue. Yeah. So that's the way I see it playing out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, that's a good point. I think that's a really good point.
0: Yeah. So I'll have Curry 100% everything uh, across the board. And uh and try to figure out, you know, at five, six, can Wiggins be the guy if he's getting mm. their fifth defender? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where, yeah. He's, you know, he's not getting attention to him at all. They're going out and taking away the three point line from Curry, Poole, and Thompson. Wiggins should have a field day. So I mm. think a lot of people are thinking, like you, that Wiggins is just, he can be such a dud. But at five six, I think he can be a difference maker, and I don't like Andrew Wiggins. You know that. I don't really? play him very often, but yeah. I I just like this matchup for him because okay. I think he's going to be the guy that is just and the odd guy for Memphis to try to guard because they're not going to guard him with Bain or Brooks, no way. True. So yeah. how is Jackson or Tillman or Clark going to defend him? I I don't see that happening. Did they drop jaw down to guard him? He'll take him right to the block. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Wiggins is my my uh, secret squirrel uh, shocker here because I have not played him much all year.
1: Well, you know, and it makes some sense because I was just looking at the numbers with what he averaged against Memphis, but that was without Clay and, and Steph. So that, that changes everything, obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and there's so many differences now compared to what was going on in the regular season. It's right. It, you know, makes that smaller sample size, not as effective. Sometimes sample sizes, even though they're small, have a little more bite to them. But when there's all this shifting with different guys, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's just, it, it's really not even valid. Right. Yeah. Anything on the golden state side that you else you want to throw in there?
1: Um. That was it for me on the Golden State side. Uh, that's that's it for me on Golden State.
0: Yeah, I think Peyton. That's a good point. You know, where where there's not much value at three point mm-hmm. four, he, you know, you got to think he's going to get what twenty two minutes, twenty three minutes, something in, like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would think so. I would and think so.
0: you know, maybe enough to get him there. Mm-hmm. And then, as far as Memphis Memphis goes, I mean, I think you've got tremendous pricing. On Bane, Brooks, Jackson, and Clark.
1: You know, yeah. you're,
0: you're talking mid level pricing six nine Bane, five eight Brooks, five nine Jackson, six one Clark. Yeah. All affordable, all playable. You know, the only big decision you have is do you go up to nine six jaw? Um True. And where, you know, is he going to pay that number off? He really didn't do it a lot so far in the playoffs. Yeah. To pay off, you know, you're going five X plus 10, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he might be a nice DPP play in a huge DPP, but I don't, I don't want to go there. I agree. I mean, I love him. I think he's
0: going to want to play better. I thought he played poor in that last game against Minnesota. Uh, but remember he had Patrick Beverly, you know, Cameron Adam, and mm-hmm. that's no fun for anybody. So, um, you know, he's, he could be a break the slate kind of guy. I get it, but I think I need to see a little bit more first.
1: Yeah. Well, he's not going to have those. I don't think those easy layups and dunks like he does against these other teams. Cause Draymond Green will put him on his backside. <laughs> yeah. And golden state's not,
0: wasn't the number one defensive team for all, the majority of the year, you know, for no reason. So, right, right. um, You know, so to me, it's what combination of those four guys for the Grizzlies are you gonna roll out there? Or do you use your your one super cheap play on a Tillman at 3 3 or Mm. a Kyle Anderson at 4 1? I'll tell you the guy that I just I love him and he hit a big three in this last game. And it's just can he get enough minutes? Is Tyus Jones? I mean, when Jaw was out this year, people forget they were like 20 and three with Tyus Jones starting at point instead right. of jaw. He's, yeah. he's a terrific defender. He can score the ball. Making that three, which really clinched that game for them, mm-hmm. don't sell Tyus Jones short because they're not afraid to play him next to, to Morant. Right. And I don't think – I haven't seen De'Anthony Melton as he – I haven't seen no, him in the game in, a, he, in years.
1: Yeah, he's, he's been on milk carton during the playoffs for sure. Yeah, so. so
0: it's, it's – to me – Right now, my other big value play, my um, if I have a second – I'll call him a, the a secret uh, chipmunk as a second guy. Uh, I I believe in Tyus Jones. At 25 to 28 minutes, I'm not saying he can get that, but that's mm-hmm. what I need him to get. Yeah. My concern is if it's one of those games where Jog gets a little hot and they have a good defensive rotation, right. is Tyus going to get 15 minutes because then you're in trouble? Mm-hmm. So what, what are you looking at for your key plays on Memphis?
1: Uh, definitely Bain and Brooks. Those are the two guys that really stand out to me. Um, you know, Brandon Clark, it all depends on if he gets straight on green defense or not. If he doesn't, I think he's a really good play. But if he does, I'm not going to go there. So yeah, that's pretty pretty simple there. And um, I think the Tyus Jones play, I like that coming off the bench. And he's been getting, like you said, 20, 25 minutes a game. And uh, that that would be definitely my value play in this game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I you know Jaron Jackson has the ability to be tremendous, but mm-hmm. his foul propensity is enough to make you nuts. So oh, yeah, you got to have some courage to take him. I mean, I you know, and again, there's going to be a mismatch with somebody here, right? For for them, you know, with Wiggins playing that four more than likely. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm interested to see how they're going to match that up. Um, you know, again, Jackson at 5'9", could be a great play. I just, I'm not going to go there. I, I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. Yeah. I You know, I'm a Brandon Clark guy. I've talked about it on the podcast all week. You know, I've been in his corner since the year before COVID at Summer League, where Brandon yeah. Clark was the MVP when Memphis won the Vegas Summer League. And I just thought this kid was going to be a star. He just has never gotten the big minutes that Mm -hmm. he needed. And he's getting them now. And uh, I have no problem going right back to him. And, you know, I believe in Dylan Brooks. He was my captain in the showdown slate the other day and got me there. And uh, my prize picks top play. Now, he can go cold. Right. the good part with Brooks, though, is he's not going to let that stop him from shooting. So, <laughs> That's That's you know, true. Dylan Brooks thinks Dylan Brooks is the best shooter in the league, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I at 5'8", it's it's not that bad of a risk because, you know, yeah. he's going to get the minutes. He's going to get you some steals. Um, But, you know, one of my favorite guys is Desmond Bain. I will say, though, at 6'9", you know, when you're talking about Almost seven k for him. That's it's fair. It's it's the right price. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the rest of those Grizzlies and they're all you know a thousand and more less than him, uh, it makes the build a little tricky.
1: Yeah, it makes him a very obvious pivot from Klay Thompson. I mean, they're almost the same price. So
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, I'll I think I'll have probably five or six guys from this game. Believe it or not in my lineup, in my build. yeah, I'll, I'll have this game heavier than the first game. Um, you know, I think the prices are fair, and I don't think you have to scrape the bottom of the barrel. I mean, you can make really good lineups, and I built uh, several of them already just playing around trying to figure out how I want to go. And you really only have to go with one so-called reach. I mean, either uh, a Gary Payton, an Otto Porter, mm-hmm. uh, a Tyus Jones, a Kyle Anderson, uh, Pat Connaughton, a Grayson Allen, a Grant Williams. I mean, that group, they're all like three, five, four, you know, in that neighborhood, yeah. but you don't have to take, you know, where it's the days where you had to go up and get Giannis and Joker and Luca and, and you want, you know, you, you had to take like three of these guys, you can get away with one or at very worst two, if you do want to go Giannis. So, you know, it gives you uh, a couple of options here, I think, where you can really build, for the first time, that medium-level build. And mm-hmm. we haven't done that hardly all year. It's been, you know, what's got us here is stars and scrubs kind of builds. But yeah. it just, this is a different setup with these two teams playing, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Let's 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 do two things, man. Let's hit these prize picks plays. Okay. Okay. Uh, if do you have two prepared that you want to throw in the mix?
1: Yep, I sure do.
0: All right, give us your first one. What do you got?
1: I'll go ahead and give you the one that you almost took from me in the middle of the first uh, oh <laughs> conversation we had about Game One of the Bucks and Celtics. So it's going to be Giannis over five and a half assists ah. number in three of his last four games in the Bull series. Um, so you know you kind of saw right there an uptick in his assists when Middleton went down. And I think the same thing's going to happen in this series. I think that, you know, they're, they're going to focus in on him and, and he's going to get other people involved like Allen and Matthews and Portis and those guys. So definitely yep. like Giannis um, over five and a half assists. I love it. Um, I am
0: going to go and even though I like the other game much better, I'm going to give one of my plays here. It's PRA over for Bobby Portis.
1: Okay. It's,
0: it's only 23 and a half. Again, I just like the role he's going to play here. I think he's going to get some open threes. I think he's going to get some good rebounding opportunities. And I do think, you know, with Milwaukee, I think Milwaukee will go smaller and mm-hmm. won't have Lopez out there grabbing a bunch of those. And I think uh, Portis is the biggest beneficiary there. So 23 and a half points, rebounds, assists, I think is very fair. Uh, I think that he gets to that number. I haven't projected. At twenty-seven, mm-hmm. pra. So oh, you know, okay. whenever you're three and a half over, that becomes an auto play for me.
1: Hmm. I like that.
0: All right. What do you got in in uh, pick two for everybody?
1: Uh, Jason Tatum over one and a half blocks and steals. Uh, he okay. went over that number in all three games against the Bucks this year, and I can see that scenario where Giannis drives the paint and then you know, like he he usually does against better defensive teams, he struggles uh, sometimes with turning the ball over. And I think Tatum will pick up a steal or two like that. Um, And he's prone to get blocks too. So I just think that that's a little bit too low for Tatum. I think he's going to get two to three blocks and steals combined.
0: That's a hard one for you to be rooting for when you're watching.
1: Yeah, it definitely (laughs) is, especially if the game's close. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I've got another one from the, the Brooklyn or, or Brooklyn, Boston-Milwaukee uh, game because it's an under. So don't okay. yell at me out there because I do have a bunch of plays for Golden State, uh, the Golden State game for our members. But I like under total fantasy score 22 for Brooke Lopez. Mm. I don't think he gets the big minutes, yeah. you know, six, seven points, two, three rebounds, maybe a block. I mean, he's, I just don't think he's going to get there. Yeah, Man, I don't think he's going to have, uh, you know, the minutes and opportunity. So I like um,
1: it. I was going to use the same one. So were you? Good. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Under That's fantasy good. score, 22, Brooke Lopez. So there mm. we go. All right. So there's our initial plays there. Let's jump on FanDuel and we're going to do our two brains are better than one two game playoff here. Um, and I'm entering this in. What did I just? Uh, I'm going for the big bucks here, man. The 333k Sunday and NBA layup. Mm. So this is gonna get entered right off the bat. And I'm taking Steph Curry. Not to be rude and pick first, but okay. I'm taking I'm taking Steph.
1: Okay. And I will take Bobby Portis. <laughs>
0: You know that I like that pick. Mm-hmm. He's six-two, and you're taking a power forward.
1: Yeah, we can get um, basically three centers now. You know, right? Like,
0: I mean, squawk, they made, so what do you? They've made power forward slash center like the big thing here in the playoffs. I know people are squawking about it. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah it it creates more contrarian builds because not everybody's playing the same guys, you know? Exactly,
1: especially in this series where there's these two series where there's no obvious like pay-up center, so.
0: Yep. All right, I am going to go with my value guy, uh, $4,300 $4, $3, point guard Tyus Jones. Okay. He's going to be the the, you know, the one that I said I'm going to dive down and take a cheap guy.
1: Okay. And I am going to take... Let's see. I'm going to take Clay Thompson.
0: At shooting guard? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with my secret squirrel here. I I hope you're not upset about it cuz I know you weren't crazy about him, but I'm going small forward 6K flat Andrew Wiggins. Okay? So I didn't lie to you guys. See, I'm taking people from that Golden State Memphis game.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna
0: take. So we have we have the Splash Brothers and Wiggins. So that's that's pretty stout there. Mm-hmm. So we have 68.75. We got plenty of cash here. Like I said, these medium builds are gonna be popular. I'm
1: gonna take Conant in at
0: four two. Wow, okay. At uh
1: small forward.
0: Small, okay.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I can live with that. Um that's 7767 a man. I'm I gotta stick with Desmond Bain, man. He's seven three is fair for me.
1: Yeah, he is so good. He's playing with
0: such confidence, and he's a I mean, if you listen to him in interviews, boy, what a smart kid, too. He really understands the game. He's the kind of guy that will be a coach
1: someday. Yeah, he's he's really impressive to me. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and move Connaughton to power forward. And the okay. reason I'm okay. doing it is so I can put Jalen Brown at uh, small forward.
0: Okay. Yeah, I like that play, but we still haven't seen the matchup. So Jalen Brown at small yep. is 79. And then Condon and Power. That leaves me how much for center? Eighty-one hundred. We got too much money left. This is a great (laughs) problem problem.
1: to have. I say that's not a bad problem to have at all.
0: All right, so we have three Golden State, two Milwaukee, one Boston, two Memphis, Mm -hmm. and we have eighty-one hundred bucks left. I think that I'm going to go against the grain here. We're going to have to figure out to spend some more money because I'm going to take Brandon Clark.
1: Okay. That is
0: 59. So that leaves us 2,200. So we can move up. The logical choices would be either Tyus Jones or Conanton. Is there, let's take a look at both. At point guard, if we didn't take Tyus, we could get Marcus Smart. That's one option. Mm-hmm. Or at power, if we didn't go uh, for t- what would that be? We could go up to what? Jaren? I don't want Jaron Jackson. I mean, I'm okay use- with going to Smart. He's
1: going to yeah. play big minutes. We could also move off of Thompson and go to Drew, but I, I kind of like Thompson more. Let's um, let's go with this lineup. It's
0: $200 left, and it makes sense. Steph Curry and Marcus Smart at point. Clay Thompson and Desmond Bain at shooting. Andrew Wiggins and Jalen Brown at small forward. Bobby Portis and Pat Connaughton in power and Brandon Clark at center. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's no huge weak link, you know, stretches there. Right. I think we're going to get big minutes for all of those guys. Conanton maybe mid 20s would be our lowest, but everybody else should get mid 30s plus. Don't you think?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. And, uh, you know, it is a GPP. So we don't have like Giannis or Tatum or whatever. But yeah, we don't um, have Giannis. We don't have Tatum and we don't have jaw. <laughs> right. But well, we do have Steph and Clay and and Bane and Jalen Brown and you know, so there's those kind of guys that can definitely put up some points.
0: I mean, we're going to see a lot of guys go back, go with stars and scrubs. You're going to see Giannis and Curry and Jaw and a bunch of lineups. And then they're going to be scratching for mm-hmm. Derek White and, you know, uh, all these other dudes that, you know, they are hoping are going to get minutes. And yeah. the guys we mentioned, but, you know, again, we have one of them, Conanton, out of that group of six or seven that I mentioned. If you want Jaw and Giannis and stuff, fine, but you're gonna have to take like three of those guys. So right. yeah, how does that balance through? I'm personally looking at this mid-level build as being the path to taking something down here. Um, you know, the defense gets tighter. These are good coaches, they're gonna focus on some of the key guys, mm-hmm. which is gonna open the door up for some of these. Really, a lot of these guys are the second option, really. Yeah. I mean, other than, than curry, you know, uh there are times they do run things specifically for Clay or Jalen Brown, but you know, uh a lot of times things are gonna open for these guys because they're gonna be focusing on the Tatums mm-hmm. and and guys like that. So yeah, I think we got a good build here. I like it. Me too. I like this too. I really do. All right, well, fantastic. Um, this should be a good one, and then On Monday, it's going to be Deb and I doing, uh, this podcast because my Mavs against her son. So that should be an interesting one.
1: I am so looking forward to hearing that. podcast. I'm going to,
0: I mean, it's going to be Dirk in the background and she's got Charles Barkley, I think in the background. So,
1: yeah,
0: I mean, it's, this is old school battle sons Mavericks. So we'll see how that goes, but, uh, it should be fun. But, uh, All right, so that gives you the Prize Picks stuff. Thank you for them being the presenting sponsor, Prizepicks.com. Use that promo, Coach Talk, uh, and you get up to $100 on that first deposit, dollar for dollar. Also, if you want to sign up with us, dfscoachtalk.com. You can, all kinds of different options for memberships. And then the last thing, if you're watching this on YouTube on the way out, quick thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, the alert up in the corner. That means a lot to us. And if you're listening to this as an audio podcast, check it out. Uh, we really appreciate that. If you give us a quick five star and comment, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening, so much appreciated. Great job, Crash. Good luck to your Bucks. Yeah, uh, this is gonna be a tough series for them. It Just is. like my Mavs with the Suns. I mean, we're underdogs, so I you know nothing wrong with being an underdog and getting after it because. Uh, you have a lot to prove so it should yeah. be fun
1: i wanted to point out that um they are having on prize picks they're having a i think they're calling it flex fest yes flex basically fest. it's all your flex plays whether it's 2 out of 3 3 out of 4 4 out of 5 they're all boosted in their payout so today right. is definitely a good day if you haven't joined uh, prize picks yet to join because those flex plays they can really build your bankroll so i highly recommend those over all the power plays
0: yeah, and they're so much easier to hit. I mean, the power plays are tough, but you get paid. But when they add money to these flex plays, that's the way to go cuz Exactly. Two out of 3, 3 out of 4. I mean, that's very doable and mm-hmm. it's a great way to build your your bankroll on price picks. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Appreciate you. Enjoy your uh Sunday and and Monday. I know you got baseball going like crazy all uh right. weekend. Uh, hope everything goes very well there. We've got some golfers with everybody making the cut. We got, of course, all of these basketball playoffs. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So
1: Definitely.
0: appreciate everybody listening in. Thanks for spending this time with us. Hopefully that gives you a good feel for not just these first two games, but both of these series as we go here, what to watch for the matchups. And we'll be sharing all that information right up until lock in discord. So. Thanks so much for joining in. Have a great evening, a great day, and uh, we'll be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA and uh, what are what are all of them PGA, MLB. We're looking to hit all of them in right. uh, DFS and in Prize Picks. So we'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate it.